Hello and welcome to What's Next in Social Sciences podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast and for supporting us throughout. This podcast aims to discuss career prospects and challenges for students and early career professionals in social sciences. Our first episode was on what to consider when applying for masters or a PhD program. In this episode, we go one step ahead and talk about the first challenges that many people face when they enter a course in social sciences, especially masters, that is academic reading and writing. It is quite helpful to understand academic reading and writing prior to masters as it kind of helps us prepare for our masters program even before we enter it. So we will address this in two parts. In the first part we intend to discuss academic reading and in the second part we will discuss academic writing okay so why do we think it's important to talk about academic reading because firstly it doesn't come naturally especially to those who come from a non social sciences background but it is very important if you want to make the most out of your course in terms of learning and in terms of doing well in your assessments if you struggle with your readings you won't be able to follow what the professor is saying in class you won't be able to write your assignments easily or do well in your exams and most importantly you won't be able to get the bigger point of the course the learnings just won't last thirdly learning to do and enjoy academic reading is also important to instill that academic mindset it is very essential for research and if you want to take up research jobs or if you are thinking of applying for a phd so what is academic reading and how is it different from general reading uh if one thinks that this is just like any other reading then they are quite mistaken just like how i thought before i entered my masters program to kind of keep it very brief and uh, to kind of explain it in three main parts I think like the fundamental feature of academic reading is one to understand or to do a literature review. Now if we get into a masters program we hear this phrase literature review quite often. What is it? It's basically surfing through the literature on that specific topic of our subject that we are trying to research on. Now this is an attempt to gain an overview of something or a research topic that we would like to pursue. Now why do we do this? to kind of build evidence to what we are trying to argue in our research paper through basically reading and surfing through different journal articles book reviews or books we are building more evidence to make our argument much more stronger the third point is basically to understand the language and the research style or like the writing style of different papers and then we can learn different kinds of styles that one scholar uses in their particular research paper that's really wonderfully put archana i hadn't really thought about academic reading that deeply um so i had only seen it as a very daunting task that i had to do when i just started my masters i wasn't used to that kind of reading right yeah. it was very difficult for me to wrap my head around 
complex sentences that just went on for lines sometimes and the repetitive points that were being made and lots of jargons yeah all of those things i would spend hours on a paper and get really disappointed at the progress that i've made because i'm used to reading books over two days so mm-hmm. it was really demoralizing but it was only tough in the beginning i guess i learned a few uh, ways to go about doing it to make it much easier so i think that sort of understanding of how to approach academic reading is really important for everyone who does masters in social sciences uh because it would just make their life much easier yeah yeah so some of the things that i did uh was i was really worried about this so i was actually talking to uh the counselor in college and i told her that i just don't know how to do this and she suggested that i should start scanning instead of uh, reading line by line she said that our brains are much faster and more efficient than we think and we catch important points even if we don't read every single word so that's such an odd person to tell me how to go about doing academic reading but she did and it really helped me a lot it became much easier for me to get through readings much faster then i would also sometimes annotate the readings to grasp main ideas and make them last so i don't know maybe you've had some experience annotating to ashna uh yes i did experience this during my masters but i wanted to go back to your point about going to the counselor to understand academic reading nirpama because mm-hmm. i think like this is so underrated i mean we go with this preconceived notion that oh it's just another reading you know but it is much more than that and i think like a lot of students kind of fail to understand this is also because there's not much exposure or not much discourse on academic reading right yeah sometimes it just makes me feel like uh, am i just dumb because nobody else is talking about it <laughs> no no I, no no i think i completely get where you're coming from because i myself like thought oh this is just going to be a bunch of articles news articles that i'm going to read this was my idea when i was uh, approaching my masters but of course like when i started it it was just a shock to me because it's much more than that it's a lot of journal articles it's a lot of skimming that you've mentioned it's a lot of scanning surfing through different articles books and book reviews and what not so it's much it's it's a lot more than just reading a novel or like reading a non fiction book yeah so you sort of need like a systematic process to go over doing it and yeah one of the things that i used to do was also uh, use two or three different colors to highlight the different themes of points that we come across in a paper so there would be two or three running themes right so i would highlight the points important points in each of these themes in that particular color so it yeah. somehow helped me better grasp the content in some sort of a structural manner so there are a lot of ways to approach this but i think it's better if we get it from a person who teaches students right so yeah, yeah so we spoke to uh, arvind nagarajan uh, who is a faculty at azim premji university he was nice enough to share his own difficulties with academic reading when he started off as well as what he suggests for his students now shall we listen to what he has to say yeah absolutely 
I'll just start off uh, by thanking you for joining us on the podcast. Uh, it's a wonderful feeling to have people supporting us on this venture that we've started out. Thank you for having me here and like anything to help whoever is the confused soul trying to get into the social <laughs> science. So, all for the <laughs> Uh, my first question to you is, um, did you yourself have difficulty with academic reading when you first started out? Yes, yes, and yes, because uh, uh, I'd done engineering before I switched over to uh, an MA in development studies. So the uh, first two months was essentially me trying to sort of figure out uh, what Marx, Weber, and Durkheim even mean, whereas uh, <laughs> plenty of others had already been in, let's say, sociology, history, and other courses elsewhere right. uh, sort of had a hang for it so to be very honest it was so embarrassing i didn't even know how to spell Foucault correctly that that is one of my most distinct memories of my uh, first semester starting off uh, as an ma program i sort of lucked out because uh, i had a group of friends like three four of us we sort of got together and making reading groups notes etc that's how we started off you know one way to go around this is essentially to help each other out. So, I mean, essentially, you you just want some confidence to be instilled uh, in you that, you know, you can read this stuff and somebody to just sort of give you some pointers and help in terms of how you go about doing it. And uh, that's sort of some of the things which I still use uh, as a guidebook uh, when I now teach students who are just coming in uh, in the first semester and master's. So, what are the usual difficulties that you see students facing when it comes to academic reading? Uh, so one is that uh, you sometimes just simply get overwhelmed by the sheer volu volume of things. Uh, of course, it varies from course to course, syllabus to syllabus. But, you know, once you're at a master's level, uh, you generally sort of, let's say, expect it to, let's say, if you have a, a, a three or four credit course, which means yeah. in, in uh, two or three lectures a week. Uh, so hmm. that will be around uh, two, three journal readings or book sections, along with various additional readings to make sense of it all. You know, it's sort of the evaluation is constant and more than that, you just need to keep track of what's happening in the lecture. So, you know, you have to pre-read and read post a lecture. So, I mean, this doesn't mean that you sort of read everything and uh, at all times, you know, that's not something which is possible. But uh, you do need to uh, be more regular. That's the first thing, perhaps, which uh, sort of helps. And secondly, you sort of also uh, don't uh, read it the same way that you would read uh, otherwise in your undergrad or in general, let's say, how you would read a book, wherein, you know, mm. reading it word by word, line by line. Uh, yeah. But the point here, perhaps, in more academic uh, uh, reading in social sciences is... Uh, to sort of get the larger picture. So the idea is, so for instance, something which we tell students is read the uh, abstract and the introduction, then read the conclusion so that you know what is the sort of larger framework that is happening. And then mm. see how is it that a particular author or a set of authors are uh, building up towards that argument. Uh, then try and pick out things from it. Uh, how do they support that argument? What sort of evidence did they use? What sort of data did they use? The first thing that we need to sort of understand is we need to break this habit of reading things line by line or simply underlining all the text that we think is important. Rather, we need to find the structure of an argument or a point that is being made 
and make sure that we have notes whether it's on the paper or on a separate copy whatever it is in our own words if you make your notes in your own words and you have to write again or write an assignment again you don't struggle so you know it always helps let's say if you know what the syllabus is or what is mm. it that the course is trying to teach you what are the main points and then mm. trying to see your way through these uh, readings then you also figure out you know where the emphasis is at how does the sort of smart academic uh, reading how does it translate to you getting into academic writing uh yeah so look uh, first thing uh, you are submitting things electronically then make sure that your notes are also on your laptop or your computer or on your phone yeah. make sure that you write them in your own words mm, mm-hmm. as much as possible and when you eventually go about writing uh, the same set of rules apply i mean you frame your paper first and then you start writing it and then you check your notes and then see what fits and what doesn't fit once you sort of systematically do that then you sort of let's say revise and go at the reading again call out a few more details uh, you know many times you know you may read like 10 papers and out of that you'll only write five lines i mean <laughs> yeah. doesn't quite mean that your efforts gone away it's it, it, it simply means that you are getting better at making your own points uh, hmm. and and i guess that's how it should be hmm okay okay i am not somebody who is normally in favor of saying that this is a designated amount of time that you have to read every day uh, you do this work in spurts you mm. know there are some days where you can put 5 or 6 hours at a stretch uh, mm. and some days you simply can't afford that because plus if you are under the lockdown you know you, you have various other things to do for instance this is so just sort of make smaller targets and uh, on certain days where you really do seem to have a flow just push yourself that's it. It, it it's a very natural feeling to sort of get overwhelmed when you start off with this whoever is eventually listening the idea is just sort of uh, hold on and not uh, get overwhelmed because it's something which takes time uh, so uh, i i don't think the idea is to understand every word that is thrown at you in a course or in a lecture but at least be approximately or vaguely correct instead of being absolutely wrong uh, ah. sort of uh, paraphrasing sen on the human <laughs> development index but i think it uh, <laughs> works to here so don't be too harsh on yourself if you don't get every line or every word uh, but the more effort that you put in a slightly easier it gets and you know there are various books and uh, tutorials that sort of help which are available right now uh, mm-hmm. so Uh, that really makes a difference and uh, always reach out to a peer group uh, whether they are mm. seniors in your college or your classmates uh, there's no shame in asking for help and it always helps and if any anyone has any access to any time of their faculty then uh, i would you know tell that you know whatever it is as painful as it may be just go ahead and ask them but is it okay really to ask a question that sounds dumb like you know i i don't know how to read <laughs> so i i remember um, having faced difficulty with academic reading when i first started my masters and um, i was i usually ask questions to teachers without hesitation but i found it very very difficult to uh, sort of bring this up because uh, there were peers in my classroom who did not have that difficulty so i felt very ashamed 
I, I also understand this, like, you know, my own first semester was a bit difficult. I mean, apart from being overwhelmed, you also feel a bit intimidated. I get that. I mean, I've been there. So, mm. Most of the good faculty or even uh, the faculty who are really encouraging are the ones who appreciate this. You know, it helps in a lecture room if somebody uh, asks. I mean, maybe, of course, you need to wait for them to finish their point or uh, you know, finish that section, not interrupt right. them right in the middle of it. But maybe you know, after they finish making that point, yeah. and, you know, normally most people ask if there are any doubts. That's a perfect time. Or even if not, if there's a weekly uh, hour that we have set aside for you to consult with them or post a lecture just before a tea break or whatever. That's actually a wonderful tip that you've given there because, um, yeah, I don't know how many people I actually told that I was having difficulty reading because I was embarrassed about it. But uh, yeah, I wish I had told more people and we had done a sort of a study group or something of that sort much early on. If there's anything else that I could help with or if there any doubts that anybody has who's listening in who wants to sort of write in or contact, then I would like please ask them to feel free to uh, uh, ask away. And this holds true in general, I guess, for most faculty. So I, I wouldn't mind giving that free writer as well. Those are some wonderful insights, Nirupama. I think um, we can relate to a lot of what uh, Mr. Arvindan has to say in this particular sharing that he has done. So uh, on that note, do watch out for the second part where we will discuss academic writing. After each episode, we put out some additional helpful resources in at the rate what's next pod on a Medium blog. Tiny little disclaimer, the thoughts and ideas that we share in this podcast are our own, Achana's and mine, and we do not represent the institution or organization that we work for. For more such resourceful episodes on social sciences and humanities, click follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever app you get your podcasts on. Reach out to us if you have any queries. You can find our LinkedIn profiles in our blogs. If you liked what you heard, Please share it on social media and spread the word. Thanks a lot for tuning in today.